I mean, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you! Flame of Moon! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings and welcome to episode number 42 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. What's up, Who Would Winners? This is Chris. Oh, I like that. Who Would Winners? That could be the name of our fan base? I'm working on it. I like it. I don't know if we should pick or if someone from the fan base should pick. I think someone from the fan base should pick. I don't like, want to be like maybe the leader of the unofficial Who Would Win fan club. Ooh, I like it. If or you're maybe out there, there's an official one. There might be. Leader, I you're out seen there. It. We are designating an unofficial leader. You're out there. It's your job to bring the Who Would Winners together. And we'll appear at your events if you want, like celebrities. So they're organizing guests. it? They're organizing the... Uh... I would assume they they probably organize like maybe like, you know, group listenings. Yeah, I guess that's true. Maybe we could appear. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I like it. We could do a live episode. We could do a live episode. We'll figure it out. We, we got some time. What's happening? Anything? New I got exciting? some stuff. What's some stuff? Well... Today, I, um, with you too. Yes. We went to a, um, the ShopRite Classic, an LPGA yeah. tour event in Galloway, every, New Jersey. Uh, every summer, it's kind of like the kickoff of the summer I feel down here, not really, but for yeah. my, for my summer I feel. We, uh, we go and check out some nice, uh, golfers out in, uh, in the Galloway area. Got some lovely food every year. Yeah, it's a nice food tent there. Great food tent. How many ice creams did you have? Two? I had two. Three. Beat ya. <laughs> take that yeah you definitely beat me i only had one hamburger me too okay i had some pulled pork i didn't get any of the pulled pork that was good yeah i had some wraps i didn't have any of the chips no chips this time perhaps i didn't have any of the i did have one iced tea you really saved room for ice cream i did i did that ice cream so i love the like the cornetto ice creams they're my favorite yeah they're good they're really really good uh we, we also have a new favorite female golfer yes i don't remember her name it's, though it's madeline sagstrom Yes. She's Swedish. She's Swedish. She's a rookie. She is younger than I am by like a week. And she's a professional golfer. She's a professional golfer, probably making more than I'll ever uh, make my entire life. Well, you never know. That's true. And uh, so we, we were we were following her. Like, like did we like see her like twice? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. So at one point we saw her tee off. And we thought us unintelligible, we don't know anything about golf, thought she did a good job. Well, on, fine on to that. me. Yeah, good, good drive down the green. And uh, we gave her a nice clap. And what did she do? What did she, she do? She turned towards us. She turned directly towards and us. And smiled and nodded her head. That's right. In affirmation of us giving her... As if uh, to say, thanks for your applause. You seem like two cool guys. And we have her approval. Yeah. So we gave her a follow on <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. So yep. maybe we have a new fan of the show. We can just start calling her fan of the show. I hope she's like, who's this weird podcast that followed me? And then she listens to us. That'd be great. Maybe we should tweet at her that she, we <laughs> talked about her on her episode. Uh, I don't want her to think we're like stalkers. Or no, anything. we're not stalkers. We, we saw her at the LPGA. She had a great drive at that one hole. <laughs> and uh, we thought we, we appreciate that she appreciated our clapping of her great drive. Yeah. That sounds normal. Yeah. Nice. I have one a, other thing. Go ahead. Wait, did you still have other golf things? No, that was it. I chipped my tooth. Yeah, it's night during dinner. Oh, my gosh. Out of nowhere. I'm so bummed about that. Going to, you got to call the dentist. 
But it's a, it's a Saturday, so I have to wait till Monday. There should be like an emergency dentist. Oh, I wish. It doesn't hurt or anything. Yeah, just don't eat anything bad tomorrow. I'm worried it's going to chip more. Yeah, just be really careful tomorrow. All right, that thanks. way, and I would call Monday morning early, figure out what's going on. Thanks, Steve. I used to be a dentist in a previous life. In a previous life. In a previous life, yes. Nothing really exciting on my end. How's the cards came back on Netflix? Really excited about that. Still going strong on Mystery Science Theater. How how, how many episodes are you in? I, I lost count. Now, you're not watching it in order, right? You're bouncing uh, around? No, I am watching it in order. Oh, are you? I only went out of order when we watched so we could pick one that sounded good. Right. Did, I don't know to, like, we, did we talk about that on here? No. I don't think we did. We're going to give the folks a quick uh, summary of uh, that episode we, we watched. We watched, um, what the heck was that called? Like Star, Star Crash. Star Crash. It was like basically a, a Star Wars knockoff. It was made in 1978. Yeah, year after Star Wars, and it looked awful Like, like when compared to Star oh, Wars. Oh, yeah. Production value-wise. You could clearly tell they were using models that were just like hanging in like a... <laughs> And just like reusing shots over and over again. Lots of reused shots and models. Uh, The effects, awful. They had a knockoff lightsaber in it. They never called it a lightsaber. The lasers were bad. They never even introduced it. The guy just like pulled out a lightsaber (laughs) and killed some people with it and put it away. And like no one mentioned it. Did it not have a sound either? Uh, Like it it didn't have like a (laughs) sound, but it was making more like. Okay. It was kind of making swords. The clashing sounds. Yeah. Christopher Plummer was in it. And David Hasselhoff. And David Hasselhoff was in it, too. Yeah. And that one girl, like, didn't wear any clothes in the beginning of the movie. And, like, as the movie went on, she, like, progressively had more on, I, I didn't, felt. I didn't notice that. I did notice her lack of emotion when acting. Yeah. Well, like, you could never tell if she was happy or sad or anything. She's just probably, she was probably really upset because she was in that movie. And she knew, like, this they is the They probably paycheck. thought that movie was going to be huge. They're like, this is the next guys, Star Wars. you thought Star Wars was good? Wait till you see Star Crash. Yeah. This awesome... It has, a. Uh, the ability to, there's a there's a ship that can stop time. Yeah, it stopped there's time on a planet for three minutes. So only they could only three minutes. Only so three minutes. Yeah, that was that was. There that. were robots that looked super fake. Yes. There was a there was a likable robot sidekick named L, and he was cool. I liked him. Yeah. He had a southern accent for some reason. In space, hey, there could be a southern area in space. But probably. What? No. He, he. Why would a robot in space talk like he was from Texas? Maybe he was built in Texas and somehow got into space. How do you teach a robot an accent? You just program it to have an accent. You just program it to have an accent? That yeah. seems like a way, a lot of effort. A, people probably do it. I'm sure there's somebody out there that can program an accent for a robot. I'm, I'm sure. Look at Siri. Siri has different accents. You can have the English that's, Siri. Everybody loves the English true. Siri. That's true. I mean, I guess it's not really programming. It's just having somebody record all the different sounds in that language. I, right? I get it. It's just a robot, and I just felt like it was weird. I, I completely understand <laughs> So anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, though, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is this great show on Netflix, and it's pretty much this guy and two robots that just watch really bad movies and just kind of critique it and make fun, make of, fun it. of it right yeah, there It screen. was, um, I think it started in 1988. It was on TV. And yeah. it, ran, it ran for like nine seasons. It was a long time, yeah. It had a good run. Uh-huh. It is like, I was I would call it a cult classic, but I don't, I don't know if that's... Right, I think it'd be fair. It has like a cult following. Yeah, I think. I, I agree. And um, it started this on Netflix started through a uh, through a Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah. So so Netflix has like twenty episodes of the original, and then um, a new season. I'm not sure how many episodes it has, like fourteen or something. I forget. Yeah. So now that season's on Netflix. Um, did they did they get more signed? I forget. I we haven't, talked about that. I haven't heard. Around. I gotta look that up. Be curious. Well, if um, it's getting good reviews, so I'm sure it'll stick around. I hope so. Yeah. How many? Or how many are you in? I think I'm probably like halfway. Oh, nice! Through both seasons, and it's like an hour and a half, right? Like the length of like a yeah. Movie. So there's yeah, it's probably like they pick like an hour and fifteen minute movie, and then like with their little skits and stuff, it's about oh. an hour and a half. Yeah, nice. 
Not bad. And there's been like Patton Oswalt's in it. Yeah, in the new one, Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Yep. Jerry Seinfeld was. In They've the had one some that we cool watched. guests. They had um, Neil Patrick Harris guest guested on an episode. Okay. Jerry Seinfeld, like you said, right? Anyone else? Uh, no one else that I recognized. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've had other guests that might have been. I'm not sure if they were characters from the or actors from the original that they were kind of like letting do a cameo. I'm not. I'm not really sure. Oh, uh, true. There were some I didn't recognize. There might be. We'd have to look at look it up. If anyone knows, let us know. Yeah, sure. No idea. Um. All right. I want to talk about some of the final results that we have from some of our polls. A couple weeks ago, in honor of the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, uh, we did a trilogy kind of fight where we talked about prequels original sequels so the final votes are in bosk wins against ig88 61 percent to 39 percent 56 votes i think you know who retweeted us was it bb8 bb8 retweeted yeah we mentioned that last time oh we did okay jar jar binks beat anakin skywalker for annoying someone to death 71 to 29 percent and force awakens squad beat out rogue one squad seven all right, votes. so that was me, right? So you didn't sweep. You won two did, out of three. I did, not, I did not sweep. I was getting nervous. We did, we did get a tweet, though, from a fan. Let me make sure I have this right. Hold on. Uh, make sure I'm on the right Twitter here. Uh, let's see. Was it about the, the, the third fight? The- yes. So th- uh, we had a fan, and his, his name is Agent Winchester, at Agent Winchester on Twitter. And he said I'm trying to make sure I get it right but let's just paraphrase it and like anything you don't remember here goes, just make here goes. up he said um, he said damn I hate missing this one I'm another vote for Rogue One now he voted after the vote had closed so if we do take his vote into consideration it would be 50-50 seven uh, eight, four votes and four votes Ugh. but um, I did igno- I, I did reach back to him and said you forced a late tie thanks for reaching out to us so Shout out to our friend there, Agent Winchester, who forced a late tie. Unfortunately, it was after voting had already closed, so technically his vote was not accounted for in the Twitter poll. But that's what we were looking at for that uh, Star Wars episode. Now, last week, we did a great barbecue fight. Ron Swanson. Cook-off. Cook-off. Ron Swanson versus uh, George Foreman. Uh, the poll is still currently up. Ron Swanson is up 67%, 33%. George Foreman. Ugh. 15 votes currently. That's a close one. It is a close one. So uh, I'm not sure if I voted. I don't remember. If you well, you should go and <laughs> help you out with like one one vote or something like that. I was actually thinking of voting for you. So hey, I appreciate that. It's kind of how the show works. I probably won't, but I was thinking about it. I always vote, and just to make sure the poll gets going, because I think people are more inclined to vote if they see that other people have voted. I think you're right. So I no one wants to, to vote that. in a lousy poll. No, no one wants to vote in a lousy poll, especially if they don't see anyone else voting. Yeah, it's like why would I vote in this poll? No one else right. bothered to. Why would you vote on election day if you don't see everybody else standing there in lines? Well, you should vote. Yeah, oh. absolutely, folks, go on the vote. <laughs> All right, so that's our uh, poll results. Also. A couple weeks ago, we said people leave us reviews on iTunes or on Podbean. We're going to give them a shout out. We got one here from a fan. His name's Harry. He gave us a shout out on Podbean comment. He said, "Love the podcast, especially the host chat. It reminds me of Carson and McMahon, which is like Fallon and Higgins, just older." Keep up the great work, and hope to hear more about the Pine Hill Mobile Court pilot episode. That's kind of our summer goal. Hopefully we have a pilot episode for Pine Hill Mobile Corp. Yeah, that's a summer goal. We'll see. That's a lot to do. All right. But that'd be great. So, so uh, you want to, wanna since we said if everyone who gives us a shout-out or a uh, review on Podbean or iTunes, we're going to give them some kind of fictional background, you said? Yes. Like of who they are? Yeah. Okay. So, so um, have for there's, this, a, for there's this? a couple things that stood out to me from that review, and I just want to go over them real quick just so people know where I'm coming from. Go right ahead. So 
I would say he's probably at least a generation older than us because he referenced um, Carson, Johnny Carson, right? And his, uh, yeah, his man, whatever, yeah. yeah. Um, he said he likes our he likes our host like banter, yes, and he likes Pinehole Mobile Court. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's what I got for him. He's um he's a he's a he's a former private investigator. Okay, from like from a bygone era, like he's now retired. Okay, but like in the 70s and 80s, he was like he was like the guy. Oh, he, he was, was the like guy. smoke smoke filled office with the glass door and his name on it. It says PI underneath of it. Nice, nice. And he relied a lot on his great communication skills to solve cases. Like he could really get a good read on someone from talking to him. And I'm assuming he was also like a really likable guy. Uh huh. And probably like had a lot of girls. Wow. Maybe like in all the towns he he probably like hit the big cities. He's probably like Chicago. He's probably like Boston, Philly. So or every town he was in. He yeah, just he had... probably had a nice a nice dame in every town. Nice. Can you still say dame? Is that like a derogatory term? Well, I know like I was the, gonna, the I was... English use it as a title, like Dame Judy. Oh yeah. Ange. All right. I just said it because I thought like it was from that right style. You used it. <laughs> So that's 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 what I assume his background. Now, is. why do you think he le- he's just retired? He's kind of got done with it. Just left it away. Retired on good it's terms. It's a tough job. Yeah, you know, it beats you up. Yeah, he probably solved some big some big cases. Any any big cases that you can think of on the top of your head? Well, it's hard to read into it too much from that review. Um, I would guess I wouldn't be surprised if he like um, caught like the Zodiac killer or something like that. <laughs> so it was a big one. Is that a big one? Oh, okay. I think I think so. I think so. I think too. it would be a big one. All right, fair enough. Well, thank you, uh, there, fan Harry, and anyone else. Please continue. Make sure that you can uh, leave us a review, and we'll give you a fake uh, fictional background mm-hmm. about who you are. Or maybe it'll be real. Or maybe it'll be real. If we're like pretty close, let us know, so that I, way we can. You know, I, like, I did try to base it off of what I read. Evidence. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, let's get started. So, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a ratings on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? We have a mummy-themed battle. Battle for the mummy. That's interesting that you said battle for the mummy, not battle of the mummies. Correct. Because these are actors. Yes. From the mummy. One... A past actor, one uh, a current actor. That is because correct. the mummy comes out this Friday. Yes, or so, Thursday night. So yeah, I guess this Thursday night, Friday, uh, the mummy, Universal's the mummy's coming out in theaters. Would you call it a remake, a reboot? It's uh, a. Uh, I guess it's a. Re- I'd say it's a reboot because if it's a remake, too. that means it's following similar uh, plot threads. Agreed. It seems totally different. Which it seems totally different. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the mummy's coming out this Friday. I think the casual movie. F- fan might not know this but this is the start of a new cinematic universe everyone's got to get in on that sweet cinematic universe makes a lot of money (laughs) so you know you got your marvel cinematic universe your dc extended universe and now you have it's called it's going to be called do you know what it's called what you forgot about the adam sandler extended universe on netflix oh we're all this are this what no i'm just kidding oh my gosh i was gonna say no (laughs) that'd be that'd be awful (laughs) Um, so this Universal is bringing back their old monster movies from like the 30s and 40s, and they're bringing. Are we talking classics like Dracula? That's exactly Mummy, uh, Mummy, Dracula, Frankenstein, Frankenstein. Van Helsing, Doctor Jekyll, Doctor Hyde, Invisible Man, all that kind of stuff. So, do you know the name of this universe? Like what they're calling it? The Monster Universe. They're actually calling it the Dark Universe. Uh, I should have said Monsters University. 
that's different. That's already that's taken. It's already taken. So it's it's universal universe. It's called the Dark Universe. Mm, okay. Yeah. And this is the start of it. So Mar- Marvel already probably has that. There's probably a Dark Universe in they're, Marvel. They're probably. Or It'll in be in Doctor Strange in too. Yeah, maybe the Dark Universe. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Wait, there is a Dark World, isn't there? Uh, there's Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, that was Thor too. Oh, those copiers. Yeah. So they just went universe instead. <laughs> So yeah, so um, this is the beginning of their cinematic universe with the mummy, um, and then they're going to do like some Frankenstein stuff. Russell Crowe is in this, who plays Doctor Jekyll slash Mister Hyde. I don't know if he's going to be Mister Hyde. You got to set up your future movie. Exactly. Introduce so. your character. They'll probably have like an Avengers team up somewhere in there. They'll probably shoehorn in tons of stuff. Have you ever seen A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yeah, I really like that movie. I re- it's like a guilty pleasure yeah. of mine. It's so I stupid. I wish they made a sequel to that. It's so, much. so bad, but it's so entertaining it's not that to watch. Bad. It's pretty bad. When was the last time you saw it? Not that long ago. It's pr- really? It's pretty bad. It's a really cool idea, though. Yeah, I know. Like, it was an Avengers movie before the Avengers came out. Or the Justice League. It was more like a Justice. Dark Universe movie, because it had Invisible Man. It had... Um, Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. Uh, Nemo. It. It, had, it, was like, it was more like literary characters, rather than, like, monster yes, characters. It, yes, it, was, it, was. it had, like, Tom Sawyer. Yeah, that was just some guy's name. That was just, yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, what was the Quartermain? Was, uh, was Alan, um, Alan Quartermain? Yeah, that was Sean Connery. That was how well. he went out. That's that's the movie he retired on. Oh, I know. It's kind of doesn't it make you feel bad now? Do you no, really I really like him in that movie? He's pretty he, good. He it. spoiler alert. He dies in the movie, and I was really sad. Except till the very end, they do like kind of make you think maybe they do do a tease that maybe yeah. he's alive. That's why I thought there could be a sequel. There absolutely could be a sequel. They should bring him back. They had cool characters, and who was that guy that uh, that couldn't? Die? His picture aged. Oh, Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray. Yeah, yeah. Too. maybe they'll bring him into the Monsters Universe. I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. So so keep your eye out. So the, uh, Universals. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't be. We'll have to wait and see. So anyway, so that comes out on Friday. So in honor of that, we're talking two actors, like you said, who have appeared or will appear in Mummy movies. Um. So if you're if you're up on the Mummy, you know that we're talking about Brendan Fraser and. Tom Cruise. That's it. And you're taking Brendan Fraser. Yes. I'm going with Mr. Tom Cruise. You want to talk a little bit about Brendan Fraser for the folks at home who may not know who he is because he's disappeared for the past, like, 25 years? Um, thank you for that great intro, Steve. I would love to talk about Brendan Fraser. No problem. So, um, got to get this out of the way first. I've always said Brendan Fraser, but he doesn't have an I. It's just F-R-A-S-E-R. Is that, so you, are you supposed to say Fraser? I don't mean I've uh, only ever heard Brendan Fraser. Me too. I'm just gonna say that from now on. But yeah. if it's wrong, I apologize. If Brendan, yeah. if you're listening to this, it, yeah. I'm really sorry. I'm a right. huge fan. I don't want to say your name wrong. I'm just doing it. That's what I hear. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's going with the so, flow. So Brendan James Fraser was born December third, nineteen sixty-eight. What's that make him like? Forties. What year? Nineteen sixty-eight. Nineteen sixty-eight. He's gonna be fifty. So he's like next he's year. close to fifty-ish. Fifty yeah. next year. All right. I mean, he looks good for fifty. Anyway, uh, I think he's most well known for the Mummy. Uh, from 1999 but he has some other big roles around that time he was like like really hot like he played a uh he he played the like lovable goofball hero character yes. Yes. and in a bunch of movies um some of his popular ones were encino man george of the jungle bedazzled which i have never seen uh and journey to the center of the earth he had some more serious dramas like gods and monsters the quiet american and he was in crash yes he was in crash and uh, that that he was like on top of the world. Everyone loved Brendan Fraser then. And then, yeah. And then like, he kind of he kind of fell off the map. Um, do you want to talk about that now? I didn't know if you were going to try to use that against me. Because basically, we're going to argue who should play, who should be in the Mummy, right? And I'm going to say it should have been Brendan Fraser. And you're going to say no, Tom Cruise was the right choice. No, I'm not going to. Well, no, 
I th- no, I mean, no. I th- well, no, no, I'm not going to say that. Well, I was just going to. I thought we were also going to talk about like w- recent news that happened with Brandon Fraser because he has had a stroke of good luck lately. He has. He's, yeah. he's making a comeback. I mean, if, yeah, I guess you can call it a comeback. Um, if one movie counts as a comeback, it's more than one movie. But anyway, um, do you want to give a little Tom Cruise background and then I'll, we can talk more about? All right, yeah, that works. Okay. All right, so I'm picking Tom Cruise. Everybody probably knows who Tom Cruise is. If you don't, welcome to America. And may Zinu have mercy on your soul. That's right. Uh, Tom Cruise has been in numerous classics. Um, that is true. Between Top Gun, the the first five Mission Impossible movies, and the sixth one which comes out next year, uh, War of the Worlds, Jack Reacher, Tropic Thunder, Edge of Tomorrow, The Last Samurai, A Few Good Men, Jerry Maguire, Born on the Fourth of July, Rain Man, Minority Report, just to name a few. Um, they're all they're all real. They were all big they're movies. All, yeah, they're all they're all big and they're they're really good. He was also in the movie Cocktail. Was he? Mm-hmm. Did you say risky business too? I did not say risky, yeah, risky business. business. I should have said risky business. Uh, but yeah, Tom Cruise. I mean, he's kind of known as like that action star. I feel like there's not a lot of action in stars. general. Yeah, there's not a lot of action stars. I feel like today, I'd say Tom Cruise and Dwayne the Rock Johnson are two actors who really draw in people to go see their movies just because of their name being attached to it. I think that's right. I think it used to be Brendan Fraser used to have that, but you think so? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I mean, Tom Cruise, uh, he's kind of controversial off the screen uh, because of his beliefs in the Church of Scientology. I guess that's a technical name for it. And when he jumped on Oprah's couch. He did jump on Oprah's cra- couch, acted a little crazy. Uh, he's known for being extremely short. He's five foot seven, which is really not that short, but compared to other male actors in Hollywood, I'm sure that is considered yeah, you know, pretty tiny. I think Brendan Fraser's pretty tall. Not that it matters. I think you're trying to use that. No, no. Okay. I don't even know how tall he is. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, he was married to Katie Holmes, but unfortunately they divorced in 2012. Well, fortunately for her. Yeah, she lucked out on that one. I hope she's all right. Yeah, I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> she's, she's good. Katie, if you're listening, let us know what's going on. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of the background about Tom Cruise, and he's starring in The Mummy, which comes out on Friday. Right. He stole Brendan Fraser's lead role in The Mummy. I wouldn't say he stole. Well, he has it, and Brendan Fraser doesn't. Well, stealing makes it is you have to say that it was he, somebody else uh, it belonged to somebody it. else he usurped it he usurped it mm-hmm. i like that it's a new vocab word thank you i've never heard that one before usurped it it's probably been in game of thrones like they people like usurp the throne maybe maybe i don't know actually no so all right so the scenario like chris kind of mentioned earlier is what we're going to do is we're going to say that tom tom cruise and brendan fraser get wind that there's a new mummy movie mm-hmm. coming through universal and it's going to be the start of this new shared universe and they're like yo i went in on i this. love shared universes exactly right brendan fraser wants it because the last mummy movies trilogy was rightfully his and he wants to continue that legacy and tom cruise wants to be tom cruise and just be in another action movie uh and the the guy who's kind of you know trying to figure it out the head honcho at universals like you know what you two fight it out <laughs> and whoever comes out victorious you get to star in the new mummy movie so that's what we're looking at right and now and then they hired us to argue on their behalf yes exactly we're, so that way cuz no one was there that day when this happened <laughs> we all know what ended up happening because tom cruise is going to be in the movie but we're just going <laughs> we're just going to play out what could have happened that day Exactly. So what do you got for Brendan Fraser? All right. So what, what, what does he bring to the table? And, he's bringing and, to and the how table. how is he going to be able to take down Tom Cruise? He's bringing to the table. He he has the most experience in The Mummy. He he knows what made those movies popular. He was Rick O'Connell in three movies. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't... 
Well, I'm, actually, is Tom Cruise playing Rick O'Connell or a new he character? He is not. New character. All right. Completely new well, character. Rick O'Connell, like, made the mummy. Like, he was, he was like, the bumbling hero who wasn't even that bumbling. I mean, there was a little bit of bumbling. But, like, he was competent as a hero. Okay. So, people, people like, remember the mummy fondly. At least I do. Like, I love the mummy. And what I like about it was, like, the campiness. Was that it wasn't, it wasn't just a by-the-numbers action movie like I'm worried that Tom Cruise's mummy is going to be. Like it's gonna hit gonna all be, the. You think it's gonna be by the numbers? Yeah, I think it's just gonna hit all the hit all the beats. Like they find a mummy tomb. No, don't open the mummy tomb. Oh, we opened the mummy tomb. Oh, we unleashed a mummy. Oh, we accidentally brought the mummy mummy back to a city. It destroys the city. It's beating the good guys, and they're like, oh, we all got to band together to beat this mummy. They all band together and beat the mummy. It's probably what's gonna happen. I mean, Brendan Fraser, like he brought like a certain like silliness to the character that that made it unique, and that that's what I liked about the mummy. So I'm. I don't know if I don't know if I'll see the the new mummy in theaters just because there's a bunch of movies I want to see right now and that's not like probably third it, or fourth. If, if it's above eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, I'll probably see it. All right, I'll see it with you then. Okay, but I'm not like in a huge hurry to see it just because of that. Right. I mean, if I do watch it, I'll watch it with an open mind. Like, I won't judge it on Brendan Fraser's performance because it's a different movie. But I don't know. I, I was kind of sad that they didn't cast him, but. Like you alluded to earlier, one of the reasons they didn't cast him is because he's kind of fell out of favor in Hollywood. I mean, you 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 mark in a movie as Brendan Fraser, everyone's going to say who? They're not going to go see it. No one's going to say who. Everyone remembers him as like, oh, that that funny guy from The Mummy. Yeah, but their target audience isn't older generation, like the older generation. Well, like their target is like the younger people in their twenties remember Brendan Fraser from The Mummy. Yeah, this is true, but like the younger generation, the ones. I mean, kids aren't going to be kids. Right. The Mummy doesn't seem like a kids movie. Is it rated R? Actually, no, it's probably PG. Probably if you're trying to start a shared universe. Yeah, it's got to be PG thirteen. Yeah, right. I mean, I didn't didn't look like a kids movie to me, but actually, looks pretty dark. Yeah, I thought it looked kind of dark. Yeah, it does. That mummy looked really evil. Yeah, she looks she looks pretty crazy. She looks scary. Yeah, she does. I mean, I think yes, people did like the Mummy. The first one, seventy-five percent audience score, fifty-six credit uh, critics. Yeah, well, the critics. I mean, that wasn't a movie for critics, right? Uh, second one, sixty-three percent audience. Third one, thirty percent. And the third one was kind of the. So I think I think that people were kind of getting tired of the of his so, uh, of his shtick, and they wanted something new. Tired that's, of his shtick. Huh? That's, that's so why here, they're not going to go with Rick O'Connell. They're here's my read fresh. on the third Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Yeah. So it was made seven years after the Mummy sequel. The Mummy, I think, the Mummy Returns was the sequel to the Mummy. Yeah, Mummy Returns came out in oh one in two thousand one. Mummy Returns, really? Yes, the the original Mummy was nineteen ninety nine. Okay. And you can you can double check me, but I, I totally. I and totally then the Mummy Returns was oh one two year gap, pretty normal for a sequel. The the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor didn't get made for until two thousand eight. Good call. So yeah, in, seven year gap in and that it came time out in August, which means it's probably not going to be good. They knew it right up front. <laughs> in that time, um, I think people kind of forgot about the Mummy. Like they just waited too long, and people had moved on to other like kind of like tentpole action flicks. Like one that was that was filling in that gap was. Um, National Treasure. Mm-hmm. And that had a couple of sequels, or just one sequel or two, I forget. Just one. And, like, that that was a similar vein of, like, uh, an action hero slash explorer yeah. slash, right. you know, yeah. that kind of thing. A little a little funny. So so people had kind of moved on, and it was just, I think they just waited too long. I don't, I, I don't think it's, like, an indictment of Brendan Fraser as an actor. But um, I have a whole list of reasons about the downfall of Brendan Fraser, if you want to hear it. <laughs> sure. Go ahead. So, go ahead and tell me the reasons so why I he found, failed. I found some good articles. So I'm going to tell you the reasons. I'm going to. I'm telling you this because I'm going to tell you why he's going to turn it around. Okay. And he's going to like come back. Okay. So um, 
this is like com- combining a couple articles I found online about what happened to Brendan Fraser. So he's pretty much on top of the world in like the late '90s, like early 2000s. He's like the guy. He's the the man. He had a bunch of successes. He's pop- he brings in audiences. Then he made some flops, including Blast from the Past and Dudley Do Right. So they were both in 1999, though, when he was still popular. But that was when he started to like show that he couldn't carry any movie. He wasn't like he couldn't take a bad movie and make it make it successful. Okay. So like he kind of that's the kind of um, showing maybe the producer type people that he might not be bringing the money like he used to. Right. And then he kind of starts to lose his appeal as a lovable doofus because of three other bomb movies. So in 2001, he made a movie called Monkey Bone. Okay. Which I actually like. I think it's pretty funny. In oh, 2003 is when he was in the live action Looney Tunes, uh-huh. which flopped. Yep. And then he was he tried it again in 2010 in a movie called Furry Vengeance. Never I never heard of it. No. It was in this article that said it was just a bad, not, not good time for a him. Bad movie. Right. So that that's a bunch. That's now he's he's really stacking up the flops. He's losing critic interest, audience interest, producer interest. Uh huh. I, I think those are probably the biggest factors because. A lot of other actors that kind of fall out of favor in Hollywood, it's like because they did something crazy or racist or something. He he didn't really do that. He just kind of people lost interest in him. I mean, Tom Cruise, though, he did think crazy things, too, and people still eat yeah, him up. Yeah, well, even Tom Cruise, I think, for a little bit was, like, uh, viewed. I can see that. He, he People distanced themselves from him. And then I, he made a comeback with a couple movies. And I, I agree. Um a couple of things stuck out for Brendan. So, I, so his big franchise, the the Mummy, the the third one finally comes out that could possibly like save him, and it doesn't do well. People right. aren't interested in the Mummy anymore. Um, so one of his old successes, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Do you yeah. remember that movie? Uh, I never saw it, but I do know yeah. it. Did you know they made a sequel called they, Journey to the Mysterious Island? Yes. Do you remember who was in that? Yeah, he got replaced by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So, um, Which, he he was asked to re- to reprise his role. I saw that he turned it down because he felt loyal to the director. They weren't the, and the, and the, the director did not return. The original director was busy with another movie. Right. So now, remember, he wasn't. He, it's not that he was not asked to return. The director just was too busy. Right. So I mean, he could have well, totally returned. It's not like there was any bad blood. No, no, blood. yeah, it wasn't like they're like, oh, you fired this director. Exactly. It was like, hey, why don't we wait for the original director? Right. And they didn't want to wait, so they replaced the director. They replaced it. They replaced Brendan Fraser with The Rock. Uh huh. And it was a big success, and sequels are planned. So, right. like, he missed out on that. Um, and that, there, that's like the second time that The Rock has come in and stole his that, franchise. That's why it's funny you mentioned The Rock earlier. Oh, yeah. because The Rock was in the Mummy. Is because The, the Rock sec- did not steal the Mummy. Well, he was in the second one, he and was, then he got his own franchise. The Scorpion King. Yeah, he did get the Scorpion Even though The Rock in The Mummy was just not very good. Right. The, the it, CGI it was, just, was so oh, bad. So, yeah, it was awful. That was like early CGI. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. And they, it probably even then should have been better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because 2001, I was trying to think of a comparable movie with CGI that wasn't that bad. Like, this is, this is like, really bad. Yeah, I don't know. What came out? I can't remember anything um, on top of my head. There's a there's a famous meme of Brendan Fraser. Do you know any Brendan Fraser memes? Not aware. Have you ever seen one where he's sitting at a table and he's laughing and he kind of looks weird and points at the camera? No. All right. Um, it's pretty funny because he's, like, he's laughing at something and he's, like, way too into it and he looks kind of weird so that was at the 2010 global golden globe awards okay so so it just got shared it's like a, look how weird funny brendan fraser is and not in a good way so i mean it got brendan him a little fraser. bit of negative press but um then or i should say before that he got divorced in 2007 okay and that was basically like the tail end of his good when he was making a lot of money yeah so his alimony was nine hundred thousand dollars a year oh so, oh my god 
and if you know Brendan Fraser, he wasn't in many movies after that. Wasn't oh, making very much money. That is off. That is rough. So he had to petition the court to lower his alimony because he basically did he, did he get it. I, um, I'm not sure. I I think he probably did, but because but his wife accused him of like hiding assets and having oh, wow. more money than he said. So it sounded like kind of bitter and yeah. unfortunate that he had to go through it. Right. So that was like some personal issue. He had another personal issue. Some people think he had a, he got a back injury. Um, clearing yard debris after Hurricane Sandy. I saw that too. Yeah. Yep. So he's, he, he allegedly had to have the back surgery. He might not be able to do his own stunts like he used to. He's also 50 years old, like we were saying earlier. It's going to cost extra money because now you're going to have to get a stunt double. Just saying. Well, does Tom, Tom Cruise is just going to do his own stunts, which is what he does all the time. Does Tom Cruise do his own stunts? He climbed the Burj Khalifa for Mission Impossible 4. And I know he did that plane stunt, and he, too. And he hung on the side of an airplane. I heard he Mission trained Impossible for that 5. for a long time. And the stunt, the big stunt piece in Mission Impossible 6, we don't know what it is yet, but apparently he has been training for it for a year, practicing. I heard that, too. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's just going to cost more money for Brendan Fraser. That's fine. Maybe. I mean, we don't know the, We don't know how his back is. Maybe it's healed. Maybe. It seems like he's keeping that private, which is fine. So this is some bad stuff. But Brendan Fraser actually has, like, a fan base that I found that's pretty pretty good. Like, I mean, what is pretty it? sizable. So um, there's a subreddit mm-hmm. uh, on the popular red site, website Reddit called uh, – what's it called? What's it called? I don't want to get it wrong. Save Brendan. <laughs> How many followers does it have? Uh, oh, I, I didn't think to check. I'll, I'll check that when you're talking. Okay. And then uh, I'll mention it. So they basically have organized, like, large campaigns to blanket Twitter, Facebook, and Google Plus and contact, like, any directors and producers they can find <laughs> to to, say, to tell them to cast Brendan Fraser in a movie. <laughs> um, they're using some some cool hashtags like save Brendan don't forget Brendan don't put the eraser to Fraser <laughs> and um, one that is I can't say on this podcast it's uh, family friendly yeah it's not a, it's not a family friendly one oh, but wow. if, you might you might come across it if you're looking at yeah. Brendan Fraser uh, it pretty much says like fix Brendan's crap yep yep that's what it says yes um, maybe it's working maybe it's a coincidence Brendan has been cast in some things recently he was cast in um Oh, I should have wrote down if these were TV shows or movies because some of these are TV shows. The Field, Behind the Curtain of Night, Texas Rising, which I know is a TV show. I think it's on A and E. And recently in an FX series called Trust, where right. he plays uh, he plays a main character. It's about uh, John Paul Getty, the oil guy. Okay, and he plays like his. I think he plays his private investigator or lawyer or something like that. So this could possibly boost him back up. This this might be the start of his comeback, and I think there's a good amount of people who are upset he was replaced in The Mummy, and it's kind of making them think positively of Brendan Fraser. Like, you know, I miss that guy. I don't think they should be angry, though, because it's not the same character. No, I don't think it's anger. I think it's more like, well, it was a little bit anger for me. Maybe but it cameo. was also more just like sadness. I was like, oh, I wish it was, I, I'd like to see another Mummy movie. Right. I like, I like that guy. Well, they actually had a fourth one planned. I was reading online. They had a fourth one planned, um... It, that was uh, come out I think in 2012 they were hoping for and um, actor Luke Ford was signed on for three films and Luke Ford was in the third one he played Rick's son I believe okay um, and then they eventually canceled it but they were he, they had him sign on so maybe they were hoping that he would take over the torch or something maybe that was the plan but it's not that they just completely took it from him and stole it like they wanted to do something it seems but just nothing ever got off the ground and that's why. No, uh, I, I don't mean to say it was stolen from yeah. him. That's not really true. Right. But, I mean, he was replaced. Yes. And I, I was sad, personally. 
but maybe the, maybe it'll be a good movie. Like I don't know. I'll give it a chance. Yeah, but we'll see. Maybe I just it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be what I'm hoping for in in the Mummy. Right. That's just my personal preference. Yeah. So um, I got a my my I got to quick summarize what Brendan brings to the table. Okay. Why he should be in the Mummy. Sure. So. His experience from the past mummies, like I said at the beginning, he's been in three mummies. He knows Rick O'Connell. He knows what works for the character. He's he has he's just a funny guy. Uh, two. I personally feel like the mummy works better as more of a campy movie, like the like the originals, like a little silly, a okay. little funny, right? Goofy stuff happens. They don't need to be. Well, we still haven't seen the new one, so we don't. The, know. We don't. We haven't silly. seen the new one. It right. could be silly. It doesn't look like it from the previews. It looks like a serious action movie. Yeah. Which I feel like is just like Diamond does in these days. You That's can. True. S- Every big block, every every big movie is an action movie, superhero movies. I mean, they, they have their jokes. I'm sure it's going to have jokes, but yes. it's going to be most for the most part an action movie, right? And then in his back pocket, he's got huge fan support. He's got the Save Brendan Alliance. This they're gonna true. they're gonna be pushing for him. This is true. All right, I like that pitch. All right. Thanks. So looking at uh, Tom Cruise's resume, like I said, he's 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 very diverse. He's been in a whole bunch of different things. And that's what you want in an actor. You want an, an actor who's going to be able to bring all these different types of things to the table. Action, Tom Cruise can do. Today's Hollywood, you're going to have to do action in order to bring in people because that's what people want to see, especially when it's a summer blockbuster. They want to see action. Now, if this was coming out in October, maybe be more like horror-themed, uh, which w- might have been a cool idea if it came out in October. Um, but he's got the action. He's got the stunts to prove it. Like I said, he does his own stunts. Uh, which is going to save them money without having to hire a... Uh, a um, it might not save them much money as you think, because no, then they have not. to insure I, I, Tom well, Cruise. Yeah, it's, not, it's really not going to save yeah. that much money. I guess it's more of a job killer, actually. <laughs> yeah, really. If he, they don't want him to get hurt. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, he's not afraid to do anything. Like, in this new Mummy, I don't know if... Did you see the trailer for the new Mummy? I've seen at least one trailer. I don't know if there's more than one. There's a bunch. Did you see the airplane? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. So, like, there's a there's a clip in the trailer where... The airplane, I think, like crashes. It looks like it crashes. Yeah. yeah, and so they actually he did that. He didn't crash an airplane, <laughs> but um, he was inside the the vomit comet, that airplane that does the zero gravity, yeah. and like he was like going around and whatever. And from what I heard, him and the other girl actress, like they really wanted to push it like as hard as they could go. And everybody else in the crew was like vomiting and throwing <laughs> up. Like they they wanted it to stop. And he was like, No, let's do this. Like let's go all the way we can. So he's going to bring that energy to the to the crew and you know try to do the best that they can. He can bring seriousness if you're looking at films like um, A Few Good Men. Uh, he can bring comedy like if you're looking at Tropic Thunder. Which he's like a chameleon in that movie. Like he, he is like so he, great. In that you movie. totally forget he's in it. Yeah, that is um, true. Another thing too is that Tom Cruise can change his appearance to fit the role that he's going to play. Like in Tropic Thunder, he has that like fat suit on. You can barely even recognize that that's Tom Cruise. Or like in the Mission Impossible movies, like he'll be like a spy, like mask himself up so people can't detect who he is. Um, so that's another thing that he can bring to the table as well. Um, I think. What you okay? I was just gonna say that are you, are you using in his favor that he can disguise himself? No, I'm just I'm just saying like for a movie like you like you want an actor that can like fit any role that you need. All right, like, but I'm pretty like sure lot, some of the scenes they, you're talking about in Mission Impossible they just had another actor play and edit it to make it look like it's sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah, uh, in the earlier ones, yes. Uh, in the newer ones, not really. They actually have Tom Cruise with a mask on. Like they're in the fourth one, they break into the Kremlin, and like he's made up to look like this one general 
for okay. from the but from it's the actually family. Tom Cruise. Yes, it is actually Tom. Role. Yeah, okay. it's not like in the beginning, like in the first okay. one where it's like clearly someone else. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. Um. Bu- 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 uh. I lost my train of thought. I forget what I was saying. Um. Sorry, you were just very very diverse yeah. with his acting skills. Um. And he he's gonna bring oh and like kind of like where you were talking about like when someone writes a role, yes, they might write it having a certain actor in mind. But a lot of times they have the character in mind and then they need to find someone that fits that character. And Tom Cruise can be like, hey, I might not look the way you want this character to look, but he could totally do that if he uh, needs to, which is very, very attractive for, for casting directors and directors and, and writers and, and of the sort. So Tom and, and, and when it comes down to the one, like an actual fist fight, like if it comes to like Tom Cruise and Brendan Fraser just going at it because they're just so angry and whoever survives is going to be the star of the new mummy. <laughs> Like Tom Cruise, like he's in great shape. He's in phenomenal shape. He's really short, though. Did you mention that? So yeah, yeah, he's five foot seven. I mean, I'm sure Brandon has a longer arm reach. How tall is Brandon? Do we know? I don't know. I'll check for you. So if he's five foot seven, that means his his one arm is what two three or two point seven five feet long. <laughs> About that? How, are you just guessing? Well, no, it's like half a wingspan. Oh, okay, right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like his arm is probably two two point seven five feet, I guess, which is. Okay, it's not the best. We're, we're doing what we can here. Do we know how tall Brendan Fraser is? It's not is? on his Wikipedia page, so okay. I'm just going to have to now go to some other uh, some other source. That's fine. So I have Googled how tall is Brendan Fraser? Six foot three. Ooh, that's that's a good that's a good height. That's a pretty good that's height. Very good height. Um, has, has Brendan Fraser done anything in his movies that that can prove that he's physically fit to like fight someone else? Well, since I haven't seen anything recently, I don't know. But I mean, he did a lot of action stuff in the original Mummies. Like, there was lots of fighting in them. Right. Tom Cruise is, like, really known for, like, running a lot in his movies. He could yeah, just, I, he, he could just outrun Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I've actually seen, like, a cut of Tom Cruise running in all the movies he's in. There's one in Mission Impossible 3 that's super, super long, and he just keeps going and going and going and going. Some things I want to bring up about Brendan Fraser, though. Sure. Uh, so, I would bring this up saying that he, he shouldn't be in The Mummy, the, if, the remake of The Mummy. Uh, he almost died making the first mummy movie actually oh, i didn't know that yes um remember the scene when he's getting hung uh yeah in the, in the beginning i think in the beginning yes yeah. so they actually like really hurt him and almost killed him during that se- filming of that scene like what? they really did not take the necessary precautions to make sure that they didn't kill their star and he's quoted as saying they killed me for 18 seconds so I don't know if Brendan Fraser was dead for 18 seconds. <laughs> and right then and there, like, hey, you were on the mummy and you couldn't handle the heat. Tom Cruise. It wasn't his fault that he was hung. Well, if he was if in great, anything, he was just really dedicated to the scene. If he was in great shape, he would have been able to get out of that. Tom Cruise. Are you, like, what, are you Tom, saying people in great shape cannot be hanged? Tom Cruise, mid, mid-scene, he'd be able to get out of that somehow. He's Tom Cruise. If he's getting hung, he'd figure out a way to get out of it. I... I'm just I saying. don't He's, know if that's scientifically he would, possible. He would be like, able to like flip upside down or something, and like hold onto the rope in a certain angle. Or he's just so strong that he could like hoist his upper body and like like imagine like he's climbing the rope, but like keep it so that way it's not completely snug against his neck. I don't know. Just just something I thought about. If you think that it's possible, sure. Um, I don't think he'd be able to fight against Tom Cruise. I don't. I don't think he'd be. He'd punch someone. You don't think Brandon Fraser would punch someone? No. Why wouldn't he? Now, so you have to remember, in the movie, they're acting. So he's not actually, like, really punching people. Okay? There was a scene in Looney Tunes back in action when he was supposed to punch one of the actors, Bill Goldberg, and he was afraid to punch him. He's a nice guy. He doesn't want to hurt someone. He was afraid to punch him. If he 
just punch him. He's a nice guy. That's that should be in his favor. He doesn't just punch people. To be fair, the guy who was punching was a WWE star. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want I, I didn't want to hide that out on <laughs> oh, him. Oh, thanks. But he didn't want to he didn't want to punch him cuz he was what, a WWE Was he worried star. that he would retaliate and punch him back? Maybe. Which just shows he's a wuss. So thanks for helping me out there. There well, we, we go. I'm not sure. I don't want to speculate why he didn't punch him. Yeah, but right then and there, he's not punching somebody that he's, you know, working with on a film set. Uh, also, he has admit that he's a very, bo- a very boring person. He is quoted as saying, "quote I'm very boring." Unquote. That's, that sounds like just a humble thing to say. Like he probably didn't want to brag about all the stuff he does. Um, I wish I wrote down the whole quote, but it was pretty much like, "I'm a very boring person. I'm like done with Hollywood kind of thing." Like he just seemed like he was not interested anymore. That depending on when that quote was from, like he might have had a little bit of depression I th- I when think, he was down. I think it was after like uh, the Mummy Three, so it was probably like in the and that that late was after 2000s. his divorce. I mean, it kind of proves it, though, because he hasn't done anything. Because he was sad one time, he can't ever be good in The Mummy? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you had your chance, and you didn't go anywhere with it, and we're going to give it to somebody else now. He was going somewhere. He had some some successful movies that were well-liked. He had a couple. Yeah, he had a a handful. Not as many as Tom Tom Cruise does, though. Not as many as Tom Cruise, no. No. Tom Cruise has has some star power. I I agree, but I just don't think he's the best fit for The Mummy. Why is that? Like I said, I, I I like my mummy a little more quirky. And okay. campy and not. But I think Tom Cruise can play quirky and campy. Uh, what? What? Can you think of anything where he's done that? Um, Rain Man. Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't call that Jerry Maguire that campy. Mm, closer, but Maverick. No, and Top Gun. Top Gun is an act. Is just an action movie. Yeah, he's like that cocky. It is like the like, purest. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking like, like more like almost like comical type stuff. Less like, Grossman in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. Yep. There you go. And he and he can bring that to the table. He can absolutely bring it to the table. You know, if Tom Cruise was going to play Lex Grossman in The Mummy, I would love that. I would be like, <laughs> this is a great movie. He would play. That'd be insane. That would be that would be insane. There were rumors that they were going to do a spinoff movie of Les. <laughs> like this is true of Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder. That that's how popular of a character he was. Know, like, he was great. It. That was kind of like a comeback year for not only him but Robert Downey Jr. Like that really yeah. brought Robert Downey Jr. back to the to the limelight. There yeah, was that before Iron Man. That came out like three months after Iron Man, so he was kind okay. of already on top, and then that happened. Everyone's like, "All right, he's he's, he's, he's back. back. Yeah, he's back, baby." Well, that's what uh, Save Brendan is hoping for. Brendan Fraser, which has uh, twenty one thousand six hundred. That's pretty. That's pretty significant. Yeah. Wow. Are you one of those followers? Are you uh, a subscriber? I'm not. I do. I'm a big Brendan Fraser supporter, but yeah. I, I don't currently subscribe to that subreddit. So in a 1v1, what do you think is going to happen? Like Actual fighting-wise. like we're, well, we're in front of the universal guy right now. Brendan just... Fraser is going to hold out his, his longer arm, and Tom Cruise is going to swing his arms like comically back and forth, like, and he like can't like reach him. Okay. And then Brendan Fraser is going to like push him. Okay. This is how this is what would happen in a Brendan Fraser movie because it'd have that like silliness. Right. He'd swing around and be like, oh, I can't get you. And then Brendan Fraser would like push him, and he'd like, he'd, like roll backwards and like bump his head and be like oh and then he'd like come he'd probably come like running at him they'd like grapple for a little bit and Brandon Fraser being like bigger and probably like a little strong like just because of his higher mass he might be a little stronger okay he picks him up and throws him throws him maybe throws him like I don't know I, I don't want to kill Tom Cruise I, I like Tom Cruise oh, thanks as an actor right uh, he, he just like throws him over and the, the big the producer watching is like oh nice job Brendan you're my man. See, now, I would argue that, say, for example, like you were saying, you have your arm out and you're blocking him. Yep. Tom Cruise is, like, very quick. I think he would, like, pop up underneath. He would, <laughs> he would like, pop up the arm. He would come around. He'd get right into him and try possibly tackling him down. Or he'd even just start throwing punches at his stomach. I don't know. I think Tom Cruise might try to convert him to Scientology. 
we're like, not bringing uh, that. We're not bringing that, <laughs> bringing that in. Uh, so I, I mean, and just annoy he, everyone. He, I don't know. I don't know like what he does with Scientology. Like I don't know if he's like a vocal. I don't. Guy about I it. haven't. I think Scientology tries to make him like big because they have a famous person. They also have what's his name, um, John Travolta too. Yeah, they they have some people. They don't have a uh, Leah Remini. We got out. Remember that. that? Um, she was in King of Queens. She was the... Oh, uh, yeah. She's on she a documentary was, now. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Allie's, that's right. Allie's been watching Yeah, it. she was big in Scientology. Yeah, now. I forgot she, about that. She was like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, gotta get out. Yeah. I mean, it's all about the money, right? Uh, it seems like it's all about the money and possibly blackmailing people. Yes. Yeah, I did see that in, in Allegedly. Right. Yes. They are so yeah. happy, so... Right. Allegedly. Right, yes. We're not trying to upset anybody here <laughs> right now. <laughs> exactly. Whatever you do, it's what you do. It's fine. But, uh... No, but I like Tom Cruise is in very, very great shape. He's yeah, well conditioned. Ha- in a non-comical um, fight, I think Tom Cruise probably is could, uh, yeah, physically better. He could outlast them. <laughs> and when, when the Universal uh, producer is going to be seeing this and go, "Yep, this is this is exactly what I want from my uh, my mummy here." I want a I want a guy who can punch good. I don't want a I don't want a lovable guy who fans will fall in love with and want to see more movies with now another thing that's interesting too is comparing these two mummy films yours take place in like the 19 what 20s oh i don't know but yeah they do take place like in an earlier time Whereas like this one's like present day yeah so and we don't like i was actually trying to look up some information about his character in the movie i forget what his name is i think it's like nick something tom cruise's character yeah um probably like nick stone that's a guy on The Bachelorette this season. Oh, I, I don't watch it. No, it's Jack it Stone. Like, okay. That's what it is. It's Jack I was Jack trying Stone. to pick a cool action movie that, name. That's part, well, it's funny because on, on The Bachelorette. Jack Reacher. That's the character he plays. Right, that's what Oh, okay. Uh, on The Bachelorette this season, they always call the character by their first name. All of them are first name except for Jack Stone. He goes by Jack Stone. If and that was my on, name, I would probably go by that on, too. In, I have cool. a theory. He's a, I think he's a lawyer or prosecutor in Dallas, and I think he has like signed a deal saying <laughs> like I need this because it's advertising, and oh, I guarantee you that's what it is. That's sad. Yeah, but um, Nick Reacher, Nick Reacher. That doesn't sound good because it kind of sounds like creature. I'm gonna look it up real quick, and I'll just make up some more. Go ahead, Nick. I don't got anything else. Nick Morton. Nick Morton? Oh, that's yeah. actually not that cool. Yeah. You don't like it? I like he's, is he an heir to a table salt fortune? <laughs> no, he's not. Okay. But he is like a, a, a Navy SEAL kind of guy. Like he's a military man for the U.S. Army. Straight up action star. Yep. That's what it is. So that's... Even that's though I think Rick about. O'Connell had a military background in The Mummy as but well. But like wasn't he educated in like like Egyptian culture or whatever? Or I forget. Like he, what was... He definitely knew a lot. Yeah, like, I don't know what that, like, it seems like in this movie, he's just on a mission, and he just gets, like, caught up in this mummy. So he's not even, like, an archaeologist, like, or a grave, or, like, a tomb robber? No, I don't think so. It's just some military guy in the wrong place at the wrong wrong time. time. Right, which could give you you a plus. Like, that could help you out. Yeah, I don't like it. It seems forced. It is kind of forced. But then you also have to make it more believable today, if it's taking place, like, today. Yeah, it's, I would like some backstory other than, like, oh, this guy was here when this happened. Good thing he's a military guy. Yeah. He can fight him. They kind of show what happens in the trailer. Like, I, like I the, could piece together a bunch from the trailer. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe there's a lot more. There, I'm sure there but is. But I do you have, like... get the gist of it. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I think he's, like, on a mission in Egypt, and then he finds a tomb, and they take the tomb home, and then... The plane crashes. The plane crashes. They unleash the... They unleash the mummy, mummy and then I don't know. What, fight what do you it. think? New York? Some city, right? Uh, Maybe L.A.? I don't I don't know. I feel like it was London? 
Oh, was it? I thought I it was thought, in America, but it might have been. I thought it was in London for some right. reason. I might be wrong, I, though. I don't remember, so. Some of the streets looked English. Looked English. Okay. Yes, indeed. All right. Anything else you want to add before we uh, head out of here? I got some Brendan Fraser fun facts. Go for it. He speaks fluent French. I saw that. You did? pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know why he learned French. He speaks fluent French. Yeah, he's an American. Yes. Did you also find out about the his star? No. So I, th- I don't know if they have like a Canadian walk of fame. I was going to say, was he born in Canada? No, I th- I'm pretty sure he was born in the United States. Yeah, I, I think the, he was born in like Indiana or he's something. He's the only American that has a star on the Canadian Cause, walk Because Wikipedia fame. says he was a Canadian-American, yeah. but maybe his parents were Canadian? I don't know. Maybe. Because, I, I, yeah, I didn't think he was born in Canada. Yeah. So he has a star on the Canadian walk of fame. Yes. Good for him. Yes. Um, another fun fact. He's an accomplished amateur photographer. Really? Um, in I a couple of his... What I, I don't know, like in a couple of his roles in TV and movies, he's like had cameras. Okay. And there's a book called The Collector's Guide to Instant Cameras, and I forget if it's dedicated to him or if he wrote like a foreword for it, but he's definitely uh, referenced in it. So I mean, he has some he has some photographer cred. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Has he like published any like photography books or anything? Or? Uh, not that I saw, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he published photos. Right. I didn't come across any. That's cool. Anything else? That's all I have. That's my Brendan Fraser. Do you know Tom Cruise's full name is Thomas Cruise Mopather the Fourth? Mopather? It's M A P O T H E R. So it's Map Other. Huh. Mapather. Well, the Fourth. Tom Cruise definitely sounds cooler. Yeah, it sounds. Way sounds cooler. a lot like yeah. Jack Reacher. Tom Cruise. Nick Morton. Um, there was an incident in 1996. He witnessed a woman get struck by a car, and he accompanied her to the hospital. After learning she didn't have insurance, he paid her emergency room bill of $7,000. Man, that's... it's pretty nice Tom Cruise. That is. I mean, and you can rely on him on set. If someone gets hurt or accidentally hung during a filming scene, <laughs> he can take them to the hospital and cover their bill. And, uh... That is a plus. Yeah. Let's see. Anything else? He missed his high school graduation ceremony because he was acting in a production of Godspell. Uh, he used to be married to Nicole Kidman. It's kind of a jerk high school. They schedule their Godspell show during their graduation. It was probably like, <laughs> yeah, like another thing. Um, let's see. Anything else interesting? Nothing else really. That one's really interesting, though, I thought. He portrays heroes in movies but became a real-life one in 1998 when he saved a woman being mugged in London, chasing the attackers away with his bodyguards. Well, it helps when you have your bodyguards with you. I mean, no, they were following him because they were probably like, Mr. Cruz, we need to protect you. So that, And he was just like, screw you guys, I'm going to go help this lady. <laughs> and he just sprinted since that's what he's good at doing. A great sprinter. Great sprinter. So uh, we'll see. We'll keep like an eye out on the Rotten Tomatoes meter. I don't like definitely going by Rotten Tomatoes because I think that sometimes kind of ruins the movie experience because then you go in with like really high expectations or really low expectations. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll kind of give a gauge on that. If it's supposed to be pretty good, I'll give it a I'll give it a shot. There was some recent like hate against Rotten Tomatoes for what movie was that for? I for Pirates remember. and Baywatch. Look well, at I'm assuming they did poorly. Yeah, so but pi- people were critical of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so people said that the movies did bad at the box office because people That's right. That's what I read. So people are like people executive went, types were saying that bad the ro- bad Rotten Tomatoes score were hurting their movie. Right, cuz like I mean, per, like, I'll be completely honest with you. When I saw the Baywatch trailers, I wanted to see Baywatch. I thought it looked funny. I thought it looked like a fun action movie with The Rock and Zac Efron. And then I saw it was like 17%. Like, not going to waste my money. I well, mean, it totally I affected mean, me. People people read reviews of things before they spend money on it. Movies are expensive now. You can't just be seeing anything. This is true. I think it's because, like, 
a lot of people like I don't want to say in the olden days, but like a while ago, people would like resort to one reviewer, like your Roger Eberts or your Richard Roberts or something, uh-huh. and you would go, "Oh, okay, he likes it or he doesn't like it." And now it's like with these Rotten Tomatoes, where it gets like a score, and like people think like, this is like the definitive score if it's good or not. People should know how Rotten Tomatoes works because they don't write the reviews; they they're an aggregator. They take the reviews from a bunch of places, right? Exactly, and then their score is just the percentage of reviews that are positive, right? So, so in well, what what saying and. An eighty percent writing on Rotten Tomatoes means eighty percent of the reviews were positive. Right. It could have it could have had eighty percent six out of tens. It could have had eighty percent ten out of tens. Yeah, exactly. It, and then same for same for a negative. Same for the negative. And there are even like, some times where they have a bad review and like like they consider it to be rotten, and the person's review actually was, wasn't maybe it was generally positive. It was generally but, positive, yeah. Because that's another problem too, is because some like movie critics use star ratings. Four stars, five stars, yeah, ten and, stars. And they have to like normalize all that to get right. positive and, and negative. Right. And some use letter grades, so it's kinda like what do you or thumbs up, thumbs down. It's I, I tough. My personal opinion, you sh- if you find a you should find a specific movie reviewer that you generally agree with their taste in movies. Right. And then if and they like them. a movie, you'll probably like it. And if they don't, you probably won't. I usually use the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I because that's just I the, like I always check that. It's too. the average film goer just to yeah. see what they thought of it. Um, IMDb sometimes I'll see like what's going on. Yeah, I, to, for me, I generally l- prefer movies that are higher audience. Like I don't care about a bad critical review of a movie, mm-hmm. unless it was just real garbage. But the audience score means more to me because that's that's more how I watch. I watch movies just for like fun entertainment. I don't want right. to like. I don't need a deep plot that like makes me reevaluate my life or anything. Right. Exactly. There's this one guy on Rotten Tomatoes. His name's Armand White. Is he the guy who's rated, like, great movies really... Okay, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. he's very infamous on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, he's the one guy who gave Toy Story 3 a bad review, (laughs) which went from 100 to 99%. It would have been the perfect trilogy, 100, 100, 100, but ended up being 100, 199. (laughs) And, like, he still reviews movies today, and you can go. And it's really funny because what it does on the critics page on Rotten Tomatoes, it'll show you their ratings compared to what the, like consensus rating is and if it's fresh it's rotten if it's rotten it's fresh like he's always basically has the opposite taste in movies from the most of the world so if you want to know a reviewer go look at what armand white says and just completely do the opposite (laughs) and maybe that'll help you out with your with your uh, movie going tastes so uh yeah so we'll see what happens with the mummy definitely give it a give it a give it a chance keep an eye on it keep an eye on it so remember, there's going to be a Twitter poll on Twitter where you can see and vote for who you think would win in a fight to star in The Mummy. I guess that's how we'll we'll word it. Yes. Something like that. Got Brendan Fraser. The yes. Ch- the, 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 the former Rick the, O'Connell. The reigning champ. The, the Mummy trilogy. Exactly. Going against newcomer Tom Cruise coming in trying to take, uh, take Brendan Fraser's mantle. Yeah. So if you had to guess right now, the, the mummy, the, the Tom Cruise 2017 mummy, do you uh-huh. think it's going to be a success? I think box office, yes. Unless it's like 2%, like on Rotten Tomatoes. Like if it's, if it's, you're saying to be bad, it has to, to, to lose money, it has to be really I bad. I think it has to be significantly awful. I'm, I would assume it has a decently high budget though, would you? I think so. It looks to me like a high budget I'm movie. sure it does. Yeah. yeah, if Universal's backing it to start a franchise and Tom Cruise starting in it, I think it's going to be. And I mean, it is. It's going to have Wonder Woman in its second week, which had a really good opening weekend. That's true. So it has that to compete with. I don't know what else is still out that's popular right now. Uh, I don't know. Guardians kind of. It's been a yeah. Month. That's been a month now. Pirates of the Caribbean's not really in it. I feel. It I think Wonder Woman's like the only thing going right now, which I haven't seen. You haven't seen yet. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to. see Yeah, I'd it. like to see that. I really haven't seen any summer movies this year. I gotta, I gotta get on that. But then uh, Cars Three comes out the next week. 
So depending on, because that's going to make a ton of money. Yeah. The, Pixar so depending, movies depending just on like how print money, money. Or depending on how the mummy is, like that could uh, make or break it. Let's take a prediction. Rotten Tomato score, mummy. Um, sixty-five percent. Sixty-five. I'm gonna say uh, seventy-seven. Okay. Gonna write this down. Yeah, I'll write that down. All we'll right. see who's closer. Seventy-seven percent, sixty-five percent. We could do a poll on that too. Over or under fifty percent, or, or, or just whatever. like tweet us if you think if yeah, you think tweet we're us wrong. What your thoughts are yeah. If you're yeah. like, oh, your guys, this movie's going to be a ninety-five. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, let us know what you or think. Or if you're like, this movie's a garbage. And keep us updated. Like if you see the the, the Rotten Tomato score changing, we don't have time to sit and monitor it all day. <laughs> if you do, totally do it and let us know uh, what happens with it. <laughs> People have more time than we do. What can we say? All right, that's all we got this week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. And please remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. And boy, did you have kids. You have three kids. Do they think you're cool? Have they seen The Mummy or any of your great old movies that they would love? Yeah, but the fans really love you. The Mummy fans wanted you. Forget Tom Cruise. They're like, we want you back. How does that feel to know that? I mean, it still resonates. Um, I understand that, that Tom is very popular in the world of getting Tom, films oh, made. And, you know, I, I know very little about um, the, the actual project itself, but I know it's going to be um, great for an audience because they were always yeah. there for that thrilling popcorn movie feeling and adventure. And um, I, I'm grateful for all the support. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.